Um, all right. Previously, uh, the gang all got back together by the most circuitous route. Uh, Charlie and Olivia had a six-month sojourn in uh, an alternate history version of New York. Um, uh, Frank uh, landed in uh, uh, 1890s uh, New Mexico, uh, fell into the company of uh, a U.S. Marshal named Seamus Sullivan, who is apparently very experienced at hunting the supernatural. Uh, at some point, he died uh, and then immediately rose again as a vampire. Uh, and that was uh, about a week ago. Uh, and uh, all three of you tonight uh, rendezvoused at uh, the graveside of uh, Oliver Connor and dug him up. Uh, and he emerged uh, initially as a jackal uh, and then assumed his regular form. But he's still acting a little weird and slightly creepy. Hmm. So, normal. <laughs> oh, and Anthony, uh, on those two necromancy powers you have, remember that you get nine again because you're a bone shadow. Woo! And also, you are at full essence because of the time you spend in the underworld. And uh, what was my essence pool again? Uh, resolve plus composure plus primal urge. Well, one last thing. Do you already have a death-related derangement of some kind? Yes, I do. What What is it again? Uh, or message me if you don't want to share. I fully understand. It is obsession, vigilante, blood rage. Okay. Yeah, that will definitely fit in. I don't know if that's going to be a good thing or not. <laughs> It's never a good thing. You're, you're a werewolf like and it's a derangement, so there are no good options. Um, all right. Let's see. So the night passes without incident, other than the incidents we've already talked about. Um, next morning, um, let's see. You are all uh, Oliver, Olivia, and Connor. Uh, you wake up. Uh, in fairly comfortable beds, uh, but to uh, it takes you a second to get reoriented uh, to find that uh, you are in this, you know, old western town, uh, like straight out of a TV, straight out of a movie or something. Uh, Oliver and Charlie, it is obviously less comfortable than uh, the uh, fine apartments that you had before, um, but it's. You it's uh you you don't actually know what time it is. Um, do any of you have watches? That's right. You still have, you still have phones with like probably yeah. Very there's no parties. way phones would be. There's no way a phone would be alive after six months. Oh well, that's not a problem for you. The uh, your uh, well, I mean, Doc Eon would figure out something for your phone. Oh, In fact, well, then absolutely, what, I've got a I'll tell you what, I'll be nice. Roll both of you and Charlie. Uh, well, I'll tell you what, Olivia, just Olivia. Roll 1d10 and tell me what you get, what number you get. All right. Big money, big money, big money. A 10! I got a success! 
<laughs> okay. Love it. Um, Charlie and Olivia. Uh, Charlie, do you also have a soul Starting phone? off the night, great. Yes, I do. All right. Uh, you two have fully charged and fully working cell phones uh, that uh, can communicate with each other, uh, but no one else, uh, even though there are no cell phone towers or anything. Uh, and they don't need to be recharged. Uh, according to Doc Eon, they are now designed to uh, draw power from the uh, uh, telluric resonance of the planet. That Hell is yeah. fantastic. Um, I love a good telluric resonance. Um, Alan, I, I will say, um, when I wake up, I have it. Uh, I do gain rage. Okay, because of the dream that I had. Okay, you then you uh, start off with one rage. Then, oh, uh, by the way, did I tell you what your modifiers were for rage and essence? I have modifiers. <laughs> I. I yeah, yes, I forgot to tell you. Okay. As a Bonar, you get an additional plus two to your essence cap uh, and plus one to your rage cap. So it takes me longer to get pissed off. Good deal. Well, longer Actually, before you go longer before you go into a killing spree. What is your rage cap? Uh oh, it is eight. Okay, I was about to say it should be like ridiculously high once you undergo the wolfen thing. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Charlie, you got you got to assign yours, right? You had three yep. points to assign them yep. both. What I did, you, what did, you, go? What did I went, you go with? Uh, one rage, two essence. So I have twelve essence, eight rage. Um, yeah, which just means that I can encourage you to get rage faster. Oh yeah, I plan on it. I am super excited about being ragey. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, well, uh, you all uh, get dressed in your... Do you have any clothes other than the anachronistic clothes you have? Nope. Uh, Olivia still has her uh, OG clothes from back home, but that's not going to help too much in New Mexico no. time period. So, no. Okay. Um, wearing mummer gear. Uh, Olivia, as you watch people walk around outside, it's uh, um, you don't see any women in pants per se, at least not here uh, in town. Uh, lots of dresses and things, uh, but you do see some women who are like riding horses, uh, and they have like sort of the split skirts or mm -hmm. culottes, whatever they're called. Um, and and so it's not in, unheard of. Uh, for uh, women to be wearing pants-like structures. She doesn't wear a dress. She just doesn't like being told she has to wear one. <laughs> mm. But good okay. to know. Uh, Luke, you will need to make a roll to wake up uh, on account of the fact that uh, uh, you can function at the day at this point. Uh, it's just you don't like to. Uh, so roll your stamina plus composure minus blood potency. I'm, I'm actually planning to sleep during the day. Oh, well, never mind. Uh, ha did you ever tell the family where you were staying? Uh, yeah, I would have told 
Yeah, I probably would have told him. I'm, I'm at the boarding house, right? Yes. Yeah. I've I've arranged blackout curtains and, and like I wrap myself up under the bed or something to make it as dark as possible. Okay. Um I mean if I don't sleep I won't get any willpower or anything back, so that's true. All right. Uh well I guess we'll did you did you let the family know to let you sleep in? Uh yes, probably. Okay. Uh well then we will come back to you sometime later. Um. All right. So, uh, Connors, what are you gonna do? Um. Would uh Frank have given us any money or anything? Thinking on the purposes of clothes, about if we needed to purchase some or not. Um. He did not mention giving you any clothes that I recall, unless I've forgotten that. If I, I mean, if I had any money, I would have given them a few dollars, probably. I, I don't think I have much. I have a salary, but I don't have any uh, resources. So. Yeah, probably not enough to buy new clothes. Yeah. Well, Olivia's fine in her clothes. She'll be fashion forward here. Um, um. <laughs> I'm just gonna go, uh, kind of get the lay of the land, like walk around town, um, just kind of. I'm going to use my fancy face in the crowd. So people just don't see me there. Yeah. Don't see you. Don't pay attention to your uh, weird uh, Easterner clothes. Exactly. I thought you were a greenhorn anyway. Uh, You should have a bowler cap or something. Uh, Uh, But I'll use my my streetwise to uh, just, you know, see, see, see what's going on. What was that? Streetwise plus wits? Yeah, wits plus streetwise to just notice, you know, things about the street, I guess. Four successes. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, there should be a map available now in the uh, general text channel. Fantastic. We love a good map. Ignore wow. the fact that it's called tumbleweed. <laughs> are we yeah, y'all are coming out of y'all are coming out of the saloon slash inn. Uh somewhere in the distance someone is playing a harmonica. Uh it is uh probably around nine o'clock in the morning. Um The saloon slash inn does have a uh, um, a fully stocked kitchen. Uh, a lot of people eat here during the day who don't eat at home here. So yeah, you can probably order uh, if if you do in fact have any money, you could probably order breakfast. Um, do we feel like we have enough money to order breakfast? Um. Well, hey, hey, sis, you said you have some uh, some money. Um, you think uh, you know you can help us out Good here? Question, Alan, out of character. Um, would whatever money I guess Olivia had on her when she came through be it of at all any use here? Uh, any money that you would have had. 
Um, all right, I'll do. I'll be nice again. Roll one d ten. Tell me what you get. Oh God. Okay. Let's see. Hot dice. Hot dice. Hot dice. Nope. Nothing's happened. Oh, oh. <laughs> a two. Uh, it did not occur to uh. 1920 Sophie for one second uh, that you uh, might go anywhere except home. So no, she did not give you any alternate currency. Yeah, uh, you, you, you probably have some money, uh, all of which is uh, at, at this point. Um, does America even have paper currency in 1880? Oh. Uh, yes, I think so. I mean, the Confederacy did. Well, that's worth a lot. Uh, let's see. Well, I'm just, I'm just saying. I think they did too. I'm certain it looked very different in 1920 than it did in 1880. Um, yeah, fair enough. If nothing else, there, there will be a date that it was that the uh, signature of the uh, Commerce Secretary is on there, and uh, uh, it will be very wrong for this time period. Hmm. I mean, Olivia had great success trapping animals. If she gets really hungry, she can just try and catch an animal out here. <laughs> I guess so. we could do that, but do we really want to do that? No, but In the you know, wild you, west. Both, you gotta do what you gotta do. Well, you've seen the movies, you assume that in the uh, uh, inside the post office, there will be like wanted posters and things. Maybe you can like bring down a desperado. That'd be fun. Yeah. So Olivia also goes wandering like Charlie does. Uh, probably not with Charlie since he's doing his little face in the crowd thing. Um, but we'll say she comes across that. Uh, what does she? Uh, what kind of um, bounties does she see on this bounty board? Um. Uh, the uh, the most expensive one is like uh, uh, a five hundred dollar, which is a fairly large amount of this time period. Five hundred dollar award uh, for the capture of Eustace Tully, who is a uh, um, um, stage. He's a train robber. He and his gang. Interesting. Hmm. Interesting. So we've got that high-powered one. What's like a lower one, just in case? You know, it's big. probably going to go for the big one, but you know, one other option of a lower, more obtainable one that could afford breakfast. Um, or I guess lunch by the time we caught him. Or dinner. Or maybe not. We'd fail. Um, Butch Randolph. Uh, $100. Uh, held up a stagecoach. Yeah, outside of Between Tombstone and El Diablo. Hmm, heard. Okay, I will, uh, I guess they have copies. Um, or I'll just go tell, if I can find Charlie and Oliver again, I'll be like, uh, you know, Charlie, we did pretty good in New York, you know, with our PI business. I bet we could track down these bounties. No problemo. And get uh, us the money to make it here until we find a way home. I'm with you on that. I, I feel like we could. I think we could. 
Um, would I, I guess, okay, then if they agree, I would um, want to go back to like the saloon area uh, and would like to ask ye old barkeep what he knew about the two men that are wanted. If he has any information on them. Oh, what do you mean, Grandpa Frank? Oh, yeah, that is Grandpa. Fr- I didn't know he was the bartender. I forgot that. Yeah, I'll go talk to Grandpa Frank. Uh, and um, try and pretend like I don't already know him. Uh, and ask him, um, Sir, you have any uh, information on these two wanted gentlemen here? Have you heard anything through the grapevine? Okay. Um, he, he looks at you somewhat guile-eyed at the suggestion that he, you know, knows keep keep up with the goings on of of wanted criminals. Um, People talk. It's a small town. That's not an unheard of thing. Uh, let's see. Are they? I guess I'm kind of really just wanting to know, like, are they from this area, or is it just in general kind of thing? Because if I could get a piece of their personal belongings, I could probably figure out where they are. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, for, uh, uh, let's see, Butch Randolph, I think was the name I gave him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he was, he was originally from, um, uh, these parts. Um, he, when he was boy, he lived in. Uh, his family came to uh, El Dorado, El, um, El Diablo, uh, about five or six years ago. Uh, Butch is a young fella. He's only about twenty-two. Um, his family came here about six years ago, uh, but then uh, uh, yellow fever took his mom and pa about two years ago, and uh, bless his heart, he turned to a life of crime. Oh, now I feel kind of bad. Oh no. What about uh? Does he? Do they still have a house here? Or I guess it would have sold if they died two years ago. I imagine. Uh. Yeah. Hmm. What about this big name fellow? Seems like a big criminal in these parts. Yeah. Um. Actually, I misspoke. They did not die of yellow fever. They died when the house burned down. Because oh. I just rolled a one on the information roll. Uh, so, yeah. So, that happened. Uh, as for uh, Tully, Tully's not from... Uh, well, he's not from El Diablo. Uh, um, we don't know many details about him. He and his gang of Desperados um, have uh, they've been a plague across the, the territory for the past year now. Hmm. How, big of, how big is his gang? Uh, about seven or eight, I hear. Hmm. A large group. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Don't want to buy off more than we can chew. Yeah, I was like, maybe we should go for somebody a little smaller, get a little, some more obtainable money, this butch guy. But I feel like as soon as I meet this butch guy, I'm going to feel bad, because unless he's a really bad guy, he just seems like a guy down on his luck. Or maybe Where did not. the... His family's uh, house burned down. Um, on the map, it's uh, well, it's right there at the bottom. It's actually out behind uh, the saloon. Uh, the 
where it looks on the map, there appears to be a broken down structure. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to go uh, check out that investi- uh, that area, guys. I will join you. Maybe I we can uh, see something over there. Okay. Um, we will say, just for versatility, that it's actually far, it's at the edge of town, uh, just because it's, it, it's bizarrely convenient that you walk out the back door and find a, um, the, <laughs> the, scene, the scene like that. Uh, but yeah, there's a, at the edge building, there is a, it was a pretty nice house, you think, at one time, probably two stories. Um, and uh, but now it's just kind of burned out. Uh, can I do uh, like an investigation roll to see if I find anything that may have belonged to uh, old Butch? You can, it'd be a fairly significant penalty since this was um, it burned down four years ago. Oh, I thought um, it was two. Well, yeah, still. Oh, well, two. Yeah, two. But how are it's not? It's not a recent blaze. Not that it makes it better. Yeah. But if you want to, that would be oh, that. Maybe make a, a wits plus investigation roll, but you're going to be minus four. Oh shit! Well, then that would be a chance die. So I don't know if I'm going to be doing that. Yeah, fuck it. Why not? What's one? <laughs> I succeeded earlier on a chance die. Let's go for it. I did not succeed. Never mind. Went for it, though. Charlie okay. be able to find something. Well, while they're doing that, I'm going to go into what was the living room. And I'm going to kne- kneel down on one knee. And mm-hmm. I'm going to do the uh, speak with ghost. Ooh. Okay. And see if uh, anything comes up. Okay. Um, are you doing anything special to make the ritual work? Or just doing it? Um, since I don't, since it's really the, the, the first time of really doing it, um, I'm just going to just do a circle in the, in the dirt floor or whatever's there and just kind of, um, or I'll try to do, uh, the head of Anubis. Ooh, okay. Uh, roll your um, wit plus occult uh, plus your uh, uh, your necromancy rating. Nice, Charlie. I mean, I got a lot of investigation, so. <laughs> Damn! Okay, interesting. Because I was gonna, because uh, in the middle of the day, in the in a bright morning, I wasn't sure I was gonna give you anything unless you got it right. Says, but you did, so be sure and take a beat for that. Um, and with this thing, it said, uh, "Well, uh, never mind." It just says uh, the difficulty. So how how long is well that that does affect it? How long have they been dead? Two years. Uh, uh, two years. Uh, what all do you give with that power? I forgot how it works. Uh, let's see, summons a ghost for for the limited purpose of interrogation. 
to use the power of the necromancer must have part of the dead person's remains. Oh, well, never mind then. <laughs> yeah, this is not going to work then. Um, that successful roll is for not. <laughs> well, oh, hang on. I will give you something, I'm sure, for five successes. Uh, I will say that you can have their remains or you can be in the physical location where they died. Uh, okay. You just you get more bonus dice if, like, you know, you're Heather's skull or something. Um, okay. uh, and since it was a while back that they died, I'll take away two of your uh, questions. You still get the you still get the beat, uh, but uh, you can only ask three questions. Uh, so, do you want uh, Mr. Randolph or Mrs. Randolph? Uh, I will take Mr. Randolph. All right. Um, so you do this. Uh, the rest of you are just sort of watching him, trying to figure out what the hell your brother's doing. Uh, you, um, you draw your little marking of Anubis on the floor inside your circle, and you don't even intend to say anything, but you hear this sort of guttural black speech just sort of bubble up out of your throne, uh, out of your out of your throat. Uh, and and echo around you, uh, and uh, you have a moment where you think, you know, this probably wouldn't work or shouldn't work very well during the day, but it's okay uh, because uh, the sky above you turns black, uh, and and now it it to you it appears to be the middle of the night, uh, and everything has gone dark and cold, uh, and standing in front of you is a figure, male. Uh, you know he's male because of his bill, but you can't really tell a whole lot of features on account of his skin is completely blackened from what burned. And you hear, and he draws a rasping, rattling breath, and it says, It hurts. I'm sorry to disturb you, but I've come to ask about your son. My boy, it weren't his fault. What wasn't his fault? The fire. Did your son set the house on fire? He didn't mean to. For an accident, he knocked over a lamp. Or a lantern, he says. But I only get one more question. Um, we're trying to find him. Do you know where he usually or where he likes to hide out? He's very quiet for a minute as he uh, you, you feel him just trying to Come up with the answer to your question. Um, he's at the camp. He made a campsite uh, up near Boyson's uh, Creek. You don't know what that place is, but you, you can ask around. 
And uh, he starts to fade away, and then he says, It ain't his fault. Lurleen won't just just won't leave him alone. He's in with a bad crowd now. And then he fades away. Oh, what's that? Uh, you two, you uh, well, this is a little bit weird. Uh, you see uh, Oliver draw a circle in the dirt. And then kneel inside it and then draw some thing that looks, you know, maybe like a jackal's head, maybe. Uh, and then uh, he starts speaking in tongues. Uh, and his eyes roll back up in his head. And he just starts, you know, speaking in tongues for about a minute. And then he stops and his eyes flutter and uh, he opens them and looks around. What the? What was that? Uh, we got to find Bryson Creek. We're just gonna we're just gonna skip past the whole like creepy seance thing. Yeah, you that's just, uh, this weird symboly thing you just drew. That we're just gonna skip that the whole speaking yeah. in tongues thing. Obviously, obviously, your brother's now Pentecostal. Um, oh <laughs> Christ! <laughs> I raised you better than this. Uh, uh, and Charlie, you got Charlie, you got two successes on investigation roll. Uh, the only thing that uh, you notice immediately, in last year, two years after the fact, it's hard to like find clues. Um, you do notice the shattered remains of um, uh, what was once an oil lantern on the ground uh, near the. Uh, the base of, or at the base of what used to be a set of stairs leading up to the second floor, back when there was a second floor. Okay. Um, oh, okay, okay. To mm. answer your question, sister. Oh. Um, you Sorry, said that, uh, you know, we've learned some new things along the way. Well, apparently, um, I've learned some things too, and uh, that have helped me in this situation. Um, apparently the house was burnt down because the sun knocked over a uh, an oil canister or a light source and it caught the house on fire and killing them. And it wasn't his fault, according to his dad. Um, but he likes to set up a camp at that Bryson Creek outside of town. And we can go check it out. He might be there. Alan, out of character, sorry, answer me this to make sure I understand this. If I tried a clairvoyant spell because I'm in the house that um, strongly resonated with the guy we're looking for, would that go with the modifier plus one, or would I be still at a disadvantage rolling? Because it says, uh, or is in a location strongly resonant with a desired vision, such as the last place a uh, missing person was seen before their disappearance. Would that work or no? Because technically this is not the last place he was ever seen. It's just the last place we know about. It, might be, it might be a, an important place. Are you trying to like scry the scene of like when the fire broke out? No, 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 no. Cause I can't, that would be post-cognition. Um, I guess I'm trying to use uh, Butch's connection to this house to try and get 
a visual on him before we go to this creek and, you know, just kind of wander in blind? Yeah, that'll work. Uh, I'll say you're only in a minus one. Third. All right. Uh, so I'm going to be like, y'all give me just one minute. We don't know. This guy's robbing stagecoaches. He could be dangerous. Give, give me just one second to see if I can figure out what he's doing right now. And I'm going to try do a little clairvoyance on the guy. Two successes. Okay. Um, now, Oliver, it's your turn to be kind of freaked out when uh, your sister just sort of stands there and puts her fingers to her temples and concentrates, and then her eyelids start fluttering. Uh, all right. Uh, what do you wish to see right now? Uh, I guess I'm trying to see this camp that Oliver mentioned to see if it's like if the guy also has, you know, a crew with him kind of around or if he seems well prepared for people to roll up on him kind of thing. Trying to get a lay of where we're headed so I know kind of what right. we're walking into. All right. He, uh, yeah, you see a figure. You, you don't know. You have no way of knowing if it's him or not. But you have this, suddenly you have this vision of this uh, young guy, probably about 20 or so, uh, and a flannel shirt and jeans and cowboy boots. He has, He's sitting at a camp. Um, well, I say a camp. I mean, he's got a bedroll and a horse. Uh, and uh, uh, a campfire he's tending. At, uh, and it is, in fact, near a stream that's running. Um, but he's just sitting on a rock or staring at this fire. Uh, he looks like he hasn't slept in days. Um, like the beginnings of a beard and his eyes are uh, bloodshot and sort of black rims. How old is he? Uh, you're saying is that he's like 21, 22. Oh, now I feel bad for him. Okay. Uh, does he have a gun that's visible on him? Yes, sure he, has he, has a, a he has a, uh, a Colt, uh, on his gun belt, uh, and uh, there is a uh, rifle leaned up against, uh, uh, or leaning across the bedroll. Mm. Okay, perfect. I guess that's, and he's he's alone. Yes. Okay. Uh, then I will come out of my little trancey trance, uh, and say, "Yep, he's definitely at a creek." Probably the creek you said. Uh, he's got a horse. Seems to be alone. Uh, I'm assuming that this is who I'm seeing. I'm, I'm imagining if, <laughs> if it worked how I wanted it to. Uh, and he has a gun, so I just need to be careful rolling up on this dude. He uh, looks a little uh, spooked. He doesn't look like he slept, so he may be easily surprised. So do we, uh, we want to wait for our, uh, yeah, we can wait till night. Then maybe he'll be yeah. sleeping. We can get Frank well, let's to... Let's go over there to him now. Can't be that bad. Well, I mean, we want to maybe wait for Frank. Somebody who's familiar with the area. He could probably show us the creek. Yeah. Wouldn't that scare the guy off more to see the sheriff come walking up? 
I mean, if the dude's asleep, he's not going to see any of us, and then we can just, you know, take his gun from him and have him explain his situation kind of thing. Yeah, not not all of us are really thrilled about dying, so... <laughs> just saying. Look, look, Charlie and I have been doing this for six months now, this whole investigation thing. I think we know how to handle it. You have been whatever you've been for the last six months, Oliver. I'm honestly a little concerned about it. You want to add, Charlie's feeling a little bit under the weather, so he stays in. He is like, you know, mange or something. Uh, and uh, so you two decide to wait until, uh, well, do you ever plan to go track down Uncle Frank? Uh, you do not know that he's unable to go out in daylight. Oh, I thought we knew he was a vampire, so we figured that was kind of a thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, fair enough, then. All right, you can wait. Uh, you can wait till uh, um, whenever. Uh, you can go looking for him after dark if somebody doesn't show up before then. Uh, Frank, when do you plan to wake up? Well, I wanted to ask you what constitutes a night's rest. I mean, is it twelve hours? Is it eight hours? Is it twelve hours? If, if, if I turned in at probably six hours of sleep would be enough for you to recover a willpower. Okay, so yeah, if I turned in at at sunrise, then maybe shortly afternoon or something, I would okay. uh, I'd be able to get up and then function. So I would yes. I would plan to do that then. Okay. Uh, when you do wake up, you do lose one point of Vita. Okay. Well, yeah, I'll get up and, you know, dress and go out and see who's around. Okay. Uh, you were able to find, uh, uh, the twins, uh, in, uh, the saloon. Uh, Frank walks in wearing his black duster and he is wearing, like, a little black... Uh, ringed uh, or uh, wire rim uh, glasses, sunglasses, uh, kind of like a Doc Holiday looking thing. Uh, and uh, he sees you and comes on over. Hey, just the man we were looking for. You want to go catch a criminal? Uh, I'm the sheriff. Why would I be interested in doing that? What criminal are you talking about? Uh, this butch guy who apparently held up a stagecoach. We oh, know where him? he is. Oh, do you? We do. Uh, I'll I'll go along. I'm not I'm not at my best right now, but yeah, I'll uh, I'll uh, I'll ride with you. Where, how how did you find? I mean, he's wanted. How did you find him? We don't. We need to know where this creek is. Uh, do you know where? I don't remember what the name of the creek. Oliver Bryson said. Boyson Creek. Yeah, you Boyson's know where that creek, creek is. Uh, sort of vaguely. Yeah, it's between here and Tombstone. Not really much of a dry well, creek, Ned. That's where he is. He's made a little camp there. How do you know he's there? Just like how you have special abilities, we've also learned some new abilities. Little little uh, twin tag team 
Apparently, theirs took six months to learn. It took me a good night's rest. So, yeah, my special abilities consist of not being able to see very well in the daylight. So, but I'll, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, we'll ride up there and see if you think he's there. I think it's a hundred dollar bounty. We'll need to approach quietly and carefully. Because uh, he is armed, so we probably want to go the sneakier route as opposed to just rolling up in there. What, a stagecoach bandit armed? Uh, I doubt it. <laughs> All right. Uh, we need to find... Let's see. Do y'all have anything that can be used for money? Like, uh... Hell, uh, you know, I don't know. Olivia doesn't have much of anything unless she was wearing some fancy jewelry that uh, Sophie paid for when she was in New York. Nah, she probably has her mother's ring. I have things to that, but she would never sell that, so not counting that. Well, without horses, it's a fairly long, uh, fairly long walk. I mean, we could use the wagon we used last night, I guess. Uh, at least go most of the way and then walk the rest. And then the yeah, let's do that. It seems like a fast way for us to get money here. All right, Alan, well, I'll go. I'll go hitch up that wagon and and we'll mm -hmm. head towards the creek. Okay. Uh, you guys toddle around then until after sunset. Um. And I misspoke earlier, Luke. You actually do not lose a point of vitae until the second the sun sets. Uh, oh, okay. So it's, you you know when it's night because you feel uh, a right. part of your the blood in in your veins disappear and you feel just a right. tiny bit weaker. Uh, but you also feel this burst of energy as all of your disciplines come back online. So what's the plan? Going to track this dude down with the cart, I guess. Yeah, driving out to to this whatever. Okay. Um, yeah, it's about uh, about ten miles outside of town. It takes you on uh, in a wagon, probably about about half an hour or so to get there. You think? I don't know how far it is. Probably something uh, like that. There, we'll, well, you travel at the speed of plot, so we'll go that way. Uh, hmm. So, yeah, after about a, an hour of travel time, trying to figure out how to navigate. Horses horses don't like to travel at night. They will, but they don't like to. Um, right. It doesn't help. The horses are very skittish around Anthony. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> <laughs> That's lovely. I got um, animal kin. I'll roll to calm him down if need be. I was really good at taming the last horse we encountered. Oh, uh, I remember that. Uh, so you make your way, and uh, Luke, you, you mean you don't know this area, uh, uh, right. but uh, Olivia, as you get closer, you it, it seems to it starts to seem familiar to you. I'll probably um, stop the cart when things start to look familiar 
because I imagine that cart is kind of noisy. Mm-hmm. Um, and say, uh, we should probably go on foot from here, guys. We're, we're getting pretty close. I don't want him to hear us coming. Have him prepared and waiting on us. Fair enough. Okay. So, I, on uh, the website that I use for a random name generator, um, the guy that I just came up with was Cacklebug Dark Bite Frog Moon. What the fuck? Okay. Exactly. Right. That, that works. I'll give you I'll give you the same advice I give all other like budding storytellers, Anthony. Go back to your high school yearbooks and just write out like fifty names of people just so you'll have names ready to go if, if we ask you for one. And you can mix and match first names and all this, you know, so people you know, identities are protected. It makes it a lot easier than having to come up on the fly. <laughs> 